We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. And if you're out there on the Suitland Parkway this morning, where there was an accident on the outbound side, two cars got mashed up, a dead six-point buck in the left lane on the exact same side, and then an accident on northbound 295 over top of the Suitland Parkway, which is still ongoing, by the way. Expect delays in the northbound lanes of 295. You're up to date. Traffic on the twos right here. On the team, 980. It's Russell and Medhurst. We are here until 12 noon each and every day. Glad to have you aboard. Matty Essig, of course, is in the other room taking your calls at 301-230-0980. Please be courteous because he will be courteous to you when you call in. Russell's eating something on the other side of the board. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I never would have guessed bagels because it's in a bowl, Matt. Well, because we might be the only place alive on planet Earth that doesn't have paper towels like we normally have on the kitchen tables. We don't have paper plates. We don't have utensils half the time. About that. Um, I I mean, what else? What else can I add to this pile of complaints? Going back to when you were working actually here at 980. Yeah. (laughs) While we were over here at 1067. Um, we used to have employees that would really do a great job of taking care of that yeah. stuff. Very we, courteous people that worked at the front desk and right. all that stuff. We don't have them anymore. Those people don't exist Yeah, anymore. they're gone. So here's, here's what's going to piss you off. Maybe not piss you off, but maybe agitate you a little bit. Your boy rolled out of bed at 5.50 this morning mm-hmm. after not going to bed until about 12.30 because of the extra ridiculous, awful... Monday night especial last The night. Dustin Hopkins show. Yes. Before we get there, rolled out of bed at 5.50 or whatever it was, 5.55, I don't know. Quick shower, out the door by 6.35. Normally, I don't leave until 7, 7.05, and it takes me until 8.30, 8.35 to get here, especially on a Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. I left at 6.40 from my driveway. I got here at 7.45. Dude. I had time to meet with Alan Lapore outside for about 15 minutes. Funky Alan Lapore. I had time to talk to Carlos, the security guard, do a talk show with him. I love Carlos. Right? Love him, too. I had time to go to the bagel shop down the road, a couple of blocks away, which is always a show and was again this morning and I got you a bagel your emperor thanks buddy 
I mean, ju- just because I knew you were going to have an <clears throat> extra hard commute on the Suitland Parkway. Well, I mean, you know, the, to your point, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday when I take my daughter to school. I mean, it's that's just the extra time is just incredible, um, and I can't speed. I can't speed because my Anne Arundel County Police guy has been doing some radar enforcement mm. on Route 408, which is my conduit to getting to Route 4, so I can't really I can't really take advantage, even though the roads are straight away, Russell. I can't take advantage. i got to go 40. You should not be speeding anyway, even mm-hmm. if – see, here's the thing. All right, could you tell the people in the suit and park – like when I used to come to work with the junks – at, at that well, at that time of the morning, four in the morning, I got people going a hundred and ten. Well, that's just the point. People, of course, are that's idiots. why they re- rear end two guys, two exactly. people just rear ended each other in Suitland Parkway. I'm talking cars mashed up, exactly because they drive like maniacs. I dealt with one today, but anyway, uh, you're fine. We're, we're good. Like the only problem is, is if we if neither one of us make it here by nine o'clock. And then Essig's got to do the show. We're, we're in good hands. Th- then we're in trouble. I um. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I was going to start a GoFundMe. Well, could to, you imagine Essig and Denton Day holding holding right. it down? That, probably, that'd be fun. Probably, probably better than us. Yeah, probably better than us. Um, probably more prepared. I got, uh, I, I had a dollar to start a GoFundMe to get us out of the rest of this lease that exists here at this building. Uh-huh. And I take just, a little more than a dollar. I, I just thought better of it. I knew that wouldn't be enough, so yeah. I just gave it to a homeless dude at the That's corner. That's a smart of idea. Stanton Road That's this smart morning. smart idea. All right, so, so a couple of Dustin things. Dustin Hopkins, baby. Yeah. Um, not many nights to kicker gets the mm-hmm. Lisa Salter's oh. Monday night football uh, questioning. Lisa, who loves to ask every interview or in, person she interviews, what changed? Well, you can't. You can't. There's. It's a question, and she goes, "What changed?" Well, you can't ask that of the kicker because basically it's just dude kicking the ball. Well, in the in this case, hurt. I think she said, "Did she say what changed or what happened when he suffered the injury?" What happened? Okay. I think that's fair because he was healthy coming into the game and clearly on that first extra point, uh, which was after the Eckler touchdown to make it um, 10, uh, I'm sorry, 10, 10, seven Denver still at the time chargers first points of the night. He got, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. It was clearly his hamstring or quad or groin or that, something. I'm, I'm that, guessing that was a stim, either a stimulation yep. and a heater, and, you know, yeah. type thing, right? So. Uh, and he had it wrapped all around him. But listen, to Dustin Hopkins' credit, after that, kicked the extra point. Obviously, got hurt. Kicked a 37-yard field goal, 31-yard field goal, a 35-yard field goal, and then the game winner in overtime. 39 yards. Now, none of those kicks are 50, but every kick that I saw, it was not a matter of certainly accuracy. That right, was fine. And the last kick and, would have been good from 50. Right, and distance w- did not appear to be a problem, no. even if, like you said, they were from high 40s, low 50s, what have you. That being said, I felt really bad for him because, especially on the last, what, three-ish kicks? He maybe fell more down. Than, fell down because he was in pain, right? I mean, he, he was giving all it had. Let me start with this. Dustin Hopkins, uh, everybody sh- probably knows that didn't know, if you watch the post-game interview with Lisa Salters, very, 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 very religious. Always has been. Always, that's not a show. That's not a – he was like that every day here. Pete, Dustin Hopkins, one of the nicest football players that I've ever gotten to know, covered, uh, you know, talked to uh, – anything again some people are really condescending and really judgmental if you don't agree with their religious beliefs right um and it rubs people the wrong way it just does i know it has me i know it has many dustin hopkins never ever 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 rubbed anybody the wrong way ever the nicest, one of the nicest human beings alive on planet Earth. It killed me last year that I had to criticize him and them for not having competition for him. I like Dustin Hopkins as a kicker. I know he's talented, but he wasn't very good for a good stretch of 2020. He ended the season on a heater, so it saved his job or it saved him from competition. But he wasn't great in the offseason when he was the only kicker. Again, this is before they brought in Brian Johnson and Chris Blewett and whatever. 
And then last year, in the first couple of games, he missed two field goals and two extra points. And I've got people that follow this team closely and talk about this team all the time saying that, oh, they made the decision to cut Dustin Hopkins because they thought Chris Blewett was better. No, 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 no. They were dopes for signing Chris Blewett. No offense to Chris Blewett. They were dumb, dumb as hell for signing Chris Blewett, who hadn't kicked in a competitive game in six years. They were wrong. They were not wrong. They were not wrong to move on from Dustin Hopkins. I'll defend them on that. As I And I said this, you remember, I said this last October when they actually did it, and you know I was calling for it. I kept saying, look, you've got to do something here because this team has no margin for error, and he was costing them. Again, You, I know extra points are not automatics anymore, but they're still a 35-yard field goal for crying out, or kick for crying out loud. You still got to make them at a 90-plus percent clip. You can't have a 74% clip on extra points for crying out loud. And I don't remember what exactly his percentage was. I know he missed two field goals. I know he missed two extra points. He missed a bunch in a stretch in 2020. Uh, he the- missed he, – here's the thing. He had one game – that was held against him because he missed the two extra points in the Atlanta game. The two extra points he missed were all in the same game. Yeah. That was but, Atlanta. But that's important. They barely won that game, Pete. Chris, I'm aware of that. But I'm saying, yeah, they held that one bad game against him. But that wasn't it. That Chris, wasn't he missed, it. He missed one Pete, in game one. Pete, they were tied 13, uh, they were tied like 13-13 with the Chiefs, and he missed a 41-yarder. And it turned around the game completely. It gave the Chiefs a short field, and boom! And then they cut him two days later. Okay, if you cut a, if you cut every field goal kicker because he's twelve for fourteen, then you're 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 asking for issues. But Pete, that's not the only reason why they cut him. I, the I, extra points, what they saw, and tra- this is what I'm saying is I understand how it looked. And again, the decision to bring in Chris Blewett was a disaster. Okay, disaster. I'm not saying that Dustin Hopkins was bad. What I am saying is Dustin Hopkins was went from reliable to unreliable for a large stretch of time, even in 2020 at times. Now, he ended on a heater, so people weren't that worried about it. But you and I have been doing this show since February, what, 8th of 2021? Okay, so that was after the 2020 season. He ended strong that year. I think maybe I mean, like 13 or 14. 34 last year. I know. I know. Nobody's saying he's a bad kicker. I mean, <laughs> Nobody's saying he's a bad kicker. What I'm saying is, Pete, he went through a rough stretch on a team with no margin for error. Last year, no margin for error. When you miss two extra points at the Georgia Dome or Mercedes-Benz Stadium or whatever it is, no bueno. In a three-point game. What did they win that game at the very last second, right? By three, four, whatever it was. And then he had missed an earlier kick. And then you miss a 41-yard or 42-yarder against Kansas City in a 10-10, 13-13 game, whatever the hell it was. I was there, and I knew he was getting cut. Even though Ron was swearing up and down. No, no, no. Not going to cut. We're not going to make a move. Why bring in? No, can't bring in anybody. Now, listen, I understand. On a 53-man roster, it is tough to have two place kickers. I got it. San Diego or L.A. has one. I don't know if the second guy that was kicking off last night, if he's been there all along, or I don't know what what the deal is, but they have two kickers right now on their roster. And who knows? Dustin Hopkins might miss some time here. The bottom line is, Pete, I didn't have – you know this. I, I, I was calling for it and saying it. They should have moved on from Dustin Hopkins not because he's not a nice guy, not because he's not a good kicker, not because he's not talented, not because he hadn't done a good job, not because his, because they had absolutely no margin for error, and he was hurting that margin, whatever little margin er, uh, for, for error, of error that they had. I shouldn't say absolutely none, but they had very, very, very little. They should have moved on from Dustin Hopkins, or at minimum, they should have brought in competition. But the problem is, is again, it's hard to have two kickers, again, on the 53. They could have had one on the practice squad. They chose not to. Again, they're, they make mind-boggling decisions. Well, you know what it means? It also meant that their pro personnel department let them down big time last year. I mean, that, that's just uh, yeah. that, that's insanity what happened after they let him go. I mean, it just how, was. How do they not? Okay, last year, let me ask you this. 
They had 17 guys on their practice squad. Nobody could be a kicker on the practice squad that that was there that could be called up so that... Uh, it's all about priorities, man. It's about priorities. I mean, they you, had you get nobody the in the house. I know. But, I mean, you can't tell me that the best guy available was a guy that had not kicked in a competitive game in six years. Of course. Years. Of that, course. That, that's just, again, that comes back to the front office let, letting this team down. I mean, unless unless somehow that's a Nate Katzer decision and they let him roll with it based on the workout, I don't know. Because remember, Blewett had worked out two weeks before they actually made the move. They had worked him out, but he had not had a competitive kick in five and a half, six years. Right? He, yeah. he had not since Pitt we in like 2015, it. 2016, we whatever it was. It, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Yes, to your point, absolutely. But how much of that was Nate Katzer? I don't know. How much of that was the workout? I don't know. Fire, fire people then. I mean, somebody's got to fire you, people. You know what it reminded me of in a weird sort of way. And I, I love, I like Jay. Right, we have him on every. I mean, I killed Jay and and Dopey Bruce when they had Kirk Cousins and Colt McCoy, and that was it on the entire roster. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. It was Alex Smith and Colt McCoy. My bad. My Alex Smith and Colt McCoy in 2018 on the entire roster. No other quarterback on the practice squad. No other practice. No other quarterback on the roster. Most teams carry three. If you don't carry three on the active 53, you carry a third on the practice squad. So they're in the meetings. They're in practices. They're learning. They're observing. They're whatever. They're there in case you need something. And what did they do? They needed something when when Alex's leg went obviously kaput. And then on a short week, they had nobody. They had, it was the worst roster management situation that I have ever seen. The Blewett, Hopkins, plan, decision, how they handled that may have been a close second. I I, I mean, I can't put it above what they did in 2018. Their arrogance and and how good they are with their front office stuff is, is really unsettling, quite frankly. That's why they need you. I mean, Kevin Sheen and I could probably do this, you know, ourselves. You and GP, you and GP could be like our pro personnel guys. Oh. Kevin and I could be the college uh-huh. personnel guys, and and we could we could probably I, co- give them players that would actually help them win football. Listen, games. do you, do you think that it could be any worse than the last thirty years have been? Uh, no. Yeah. No. Exactly. To be completely honest exactly. with you. Exactly. But and speaking of that, as much as as Hop gets all the praise from last night. You know, it, it it overshadows to me the bigger issues with last night's game. Which was that it was dreadful? Those are two poorly coached football yeah, teams. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, Those are two right. poorly coached no, football right. teams. I mean, you got Justin really Herbert. Bad. You have Justin Herbert, and you're making him run around, throw passes like he's Taylor Heineke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got Justin Herbert throwing... Five well, now yards. they don't have Keenan Allen. Six, so it doesn't they, I mean, matter. I got Mike hurts. Williams. I no, got I Mike Williams, and I'm not throwing him the ball. Is Mike? But Mike Williams is is not really an explosive downfield. Doesn't threat, have to right? be. He doesn't have to be necessarily explosive down the field. But Mike Williams can get open, sure. and I can throw the ball. Sure. Every time I look up, they're throwing the ball to somebody DeAndre not named Carter Mike Williams. Or, or and DeAndre and by Carter, the way, DeAndre, obviously hey, good. Pro personnel yeah. here. Yeah, DeAndre yeah. Carter can uh, play football. Another disaster. DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, Carter can play football. Another disaster by this front office. This front office has not been the same. I'll, I'll say it, okay, and maybe I'm defending a guy that I really like. I said it to you last week. If they want to fix things, they should hire Kyle Smith back from Atlanta, where he's the assistant general manager to Terry Fonda. How's Atlanta doing the last two years with absolutely half the talent well, that the Washington Commanders have? Huh? They're, they're how, on the move. Kyle, how, how are they doing? They're yeah, on the move. Exactly. They should hire Kyle Smith back, but Ron and his stubbornness and Kyle and his stubbornness, it's not all on Ron, they didn't mesh, okay, for whatever reason. Well, their front office and their personnel has not been the same since they fired Kyle Smith or let Kyle Smith go to Atlanta. They have not been the same. If they want to fix this train wreck of a roster, bring back Kyle Smith. But they're too stubborn to do well, that. It's not going to happen now. No, of I mean, course, it's not going to happen. But I mean, the the, the point being is, it, I mean, maybe T might be able to figure out. Hey, you know what? We've really been missing you see because the, she's so smart, because she's so involved, she's so highly thought did you of. See they, she's so involved now. Did you see, they allegedly went to London. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah over yeah. the weekend. Well, I think she came home. 
Okay. Because they have now two private jets, according to Dan Snyder's Yacht Tracker. Right. Uh, he does a great job, whoever he is. Yeah, he, he does tremendous. a great job, right? Dan flew immediately to London, we presume, because they have like his and her jets, right? Mm-hmm. You know, how cute, right? Like his and her towels, his and her bathrobes. Uh, and uh, John Brownlee, if you're out there listening, I'm allowed to say that's my damn show. Uh, I can make fun of whoever I want. I'm doing it in a sort of funny uh, uh, jocular Can sort of way. Please tell that guy to go away. Yeah, right uh, now. well, maybe. I, I mean, sure. Every I, time unfortunately, we got to talk about what he's. No, what he, I know. What he but said, every time but they show up on somebody's radio show, it's just comical. I, know, I won't have him on the show. Or, it's I, comical. I shouldn't say I won't have him. I, I, I'm fine with not having. I told him you. I mean, look, I, Dan, I, I w- Dan I would and I, it. Dan and I, in 20 minutes, could get all yeah. this settled and fixed. But they, I don't know about 20 minutes. But 25, 24. Okay. 20, 23 minutes, okay. 32 seconds. I don't care. Twenty-two. Give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the world. That's exactly right. 10, 10, 10 wins. 10, 10, 10 w, wins. Uh, so my whatever. guy, Mark Renee, yeah. Peter Schwartz. New York, New York City. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, my point being is, real quickly, maybe, yeah, maybe T could figure out that what this team really is missing is a personnel savant. You know, like the one that they let go and walk out the door uh, because of whatever competitive reasons that they have and personality reasons and ego reasons that they have. Maybe that would fix things because things were not great when Kyle was here because Bruce would usurp. Yeah. Bruce would usurp Kyle. But you know what? Remember that first free agent class under Ron? J.D. McKissick. Um, who else? Uh, McKissick. uh <sighs> Was it? Um, I can't remember. A couple of guys that that worked out that were lo, like low cost, high return. Right? I, I, I'll get the list. But my point being is that might help you because look at what Atlanta and Arthur Smith are doing with again half the talent that you at last year and this year. Anyway, circling back, their place kicking situation is a disaster again this year. No ifs ands or buts about it. I'm sorry. Joey Sly is unreliable at this point. Joey Sly is unreliable at this point. I'm not suggesting to move on to him, but I'm suggesting that this radio show tells you the truth. Joey Sly, Ron, if you're listening, and you're probably not, Ron, Joey Sly is unreliable. Period. Don't trust him. I mean, he's four for five. He's unreliable. He's four for five. He missed kick a palooza in the pre. I, again, everyone's going to throw out numbers like you are. And I saw some numbers on Twitter last night. Oh, Dustin Hopkins, they didn't deserve to move on from him because he was 12 of 14. Context, 12 of 14 on a team with no margin for error and two missed extra points, four missed kicks, plus what happened in 2020. Not good enough. Not good enough. I got to find better. Now, again, I've got to have a better solution. Well, which is part of the problem. And guess what? They got no margin for error now. I understand. Part of the problem, but I can't do. I can't fix everything. I'm not Santa Claus. I can only fix what's obviously broken. If you put a red and black coat on with some white hair around you your think face, so? I can I mean, I, see it. I do have the midsection. Hey, hey, isn't this isn't this a mall Santa Claus just waiting to make money during the during the winter here in retirement? Well, I think we figured out a a job for you. Retirement. Way I mean, I only wish I could retire. I'm serious. Put the put the red and white coat on him, with the black trim, the black belt. So what you're saying and, and is put some white, put the white fur hanging down from his face. We so might have to have a team 980 Christmas party and set uh, Chris up as our Santa. Ho ho ho! Come and sit on my lap, Never boys mind. and girls. <laughs> I mean, maybe I could be like Medhurst, who's got 17 jobs. You would make a lot of money. And as a somehow Santa watches uh, like uh, Hawaii. And uh, and and Montana State on ESPN three in his free time. It's all right. That's what I do. Rosecroft tonight, fourteen races, first race post, sitting at seven fifteen. We move toward Green Bay. All of a sudden, everybody here in town thinks, "Oh, Green Bay is down. Washington can win with whoever the quarterback is." Yesterday was an off day. Normally, it's a work day. Today. They're back to work. Maybe we get clarity as to who's officially playing quarterback coming up today. And, of course, that quarterback, if it's the number two guy on the depth chart, he has experience against Green Bay. So things are looking up, aren't they, 
Washington Commanders fans. 301-230-0980. We'll turn our attention to that next right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Is there a newfound enthusiasm with a change at quarterback and a struggling Green Bay team coming in? That Green Bay team still has Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, and a reasonably decent defense still, even though its offense keeps putting it in some bad spots and, hey, maybe Nate Katzer's special teams could rise up this week because Green oh. Bay's special teams have been stocked down. Maybe Joey Sly and Dax Milne will win the day because we're doing great on special teams. Hey, if Joey Sly I mean, kicks is, three field goals and you win 16-10. Uh, to 10, I'll put my foot in my mouth we'll and I'll say I was wrong. I was – I, I got to clear something up, Okay. My guy Grant Paulson's arguing with me on Twitter. I love Grant. Just let me just say that. We we have very philosoph- very different philosophical beliefs. He believes that when you cut somebody, you have to upgrade from somebody, right? Meaning their decision to let go of Dustin Hopkins last year, or like if they let go of Blewett, uh, I'm sorry, Sly this year, that you've got to have an upgrade, right? And I understand that philosophy. My point is. Uh, and by the way, Logan Thomas is one of the other names that Kyle Smith, along with mm-hmm. Wes Schweitzer, brought in. Uh, two names that I was stuck on. Grant reminded me of Logan Thomas, and I thought of Wes Schweitzer, along with J.D. McKissick. That was, again, in that first free agent class, and it's never been the same since. Anyway, um, my point is, so so let me bring it to a more realistic example. When they decide to move on from William Jackson III, whenever they do it, right at the deadline, a week from now, tomorrow, whatever it might be, are they... Whoever they sign, that's not an upgrade over William Jackson III's talent. But sometimes subtraction 
it, what, what's the adage that I'm going to screw up? It's it's addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. There you go. Some t- and and I hate to call Dustin Hopkins addition by subtraction, but he wasn't great. He wasn't reliable. And when you're missing easy kicks, it's one thing to miss 48 yarders, 49 yarders in wind, in snow, in yeah, ice, Chris, 52 yarders. You can't miss based in this on league. that philosophy. Based on that philosophy, you would move on from Aaron Rodgers after the opening game the last two years. (laughs) But there's a difference. There's a track record there that's way, 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 way different. Now, Dustin Hopkins had a track record here, right? But there were times where Dustin went through struggles. That's undeniable. Undeniable. They almost cut him was in 2016 when he missed the London kick and he missed a bunch of other kicks? No position, they almost missed him. They almost no cut him position then. in the National Football League gets a greater overreaction uh, that's fair. than place kicker. That's fair. You know how I am, though, with place. I, I Like me, I, I don't love quarterbacks and I don't love place kickers. I'm sorry. I have some faults. I'm, I'm, I'm an imperfect human being. I suck. Okay? I Like, uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm not... As smart as I think I am. I know I'm pretty smart, but I'm not as smart as I think I am. If the kicker misses kicks over a stretch of games, like he played, I think, six or seven games here last year. If he's consistently missing kicks through those seven games, I completely buy into what you're saying. Well, he missed four and six games. I mean, is that not Well, you're counting the one one game where he struggled in the Atlanta game, extra point-wise. But the, the guy but the went, two missed field the goals. The guy went 30 for 34 for the whole damn season. I know, but a, a bunch of that was, of course, with the Chargers, not here. I mean, when he was here, when okay. he was here, yes, he was, what, 12 of 14 or 11 of 13 or whatever no, it was with two missed extra points. He missed one in the opening game, and he missed one in his last On game. On a team with no margin for error. And that but, totally but you changed. you say that about a lot of teams know, in the NFL. but that totally changed around that Kansas you, City game. Chris, you have teams in the NFL that have no margin for error and are playing you know, refugees at quarterback. I got it. Let Pete. alone, let alone Pete, kicker. I Pete, I can't solve the world's problems, but if you want me in your pro personnel department and you and Sheehan, uh, me and Grant in your pro personnel department, you and Sheehan in your college personnel department, but clearly, like we're going to make some mistakes. Clearly you we're going to have some impatience. Clearly you and the bearded man are already cl- clashing in <laughs> philosophy. But we always pro are. Personnel. We always are. He loves Brandon Staley, and Brandon Staley has Brandon proven Staley's himself a to bad be a football dope. coach. He's a dope. He's a bad football okay, coach. Okay, so I'm right. I'm right. He, he's, I'm he, right more often than I'm wrong. Brandon Staley right now and that staff are making Justin Herbert look like he's some mediocre average quarterback. It's it's awful to watch. It's awful. Awful. All these people keep saying, oh, look at Justin Herbert. We got should have taken him over Chase Young. Well, Justin Herbert hasn't made the playoffs yet. And the way they're going and the way they're playing and the plays they're asking him to call to run, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to get beat by anybody that has a anybody that has a modicum of offense. All right, but but let let me just defend Dopey Brandley, Brandon. What, what the hell is his name? Brandon, Brandon Staley. I want to call him Brayley Staley. Brandon Staley for a second. Okay, first half his defense is gone. That doesn't have anything really to do with the offense. But when you're right, they're missing Rashawn Slater too, and they were on their. Third center last night? Or was that Denver that was on their third center? I was San uh, well, Diego. San Diego. Or look, Chargers, right. Los Angeles, rather. Right. Whatever. Please go back to San Diego, okay. by the way. Right. The, the, look, Denver makes a play last night. It sounds like Mile High Stadium. No, no. LA I, makes a play. It's like we're at a wine festival. I was thinking to myself early in that game, boy, that crowd sounds pretty juiced up. That's That, that crowd sounds pretty loud for SoFi Stadium. And then I realized who, where the when noise Denver was coming had the from. Ball. Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, to defend Brandon Staley for just a sec with the short passing game, you're going against an elite defense or pretty close to elite defense, right? Number one, which is not getting a lot of help from your offense because the offense is putrid. Now, Nathaniel Hackjob is terrible, but Russell Wilson is awful too, and so are the receivers, and nobody can get open, and so is their offensive line. 
But what again, Rashawn Slater's out for the year, right? Or a good chunk of the year. Right, and they lost him. Yeah. I mean, you lose your starting left tackle, right? I mean, if if this team now they've got all sorts of injuries, the commanders on the interior, okay, at at, at center and right guard and right tackle. If this team lost Charles Leno, you could put Carson Wentz, you could put Taylor Heineke, you could put Sam Howell, you could put the three Stooges together in the backfield and have them throw three footballs, and they still wouldn't operate an NFL offense and score points if this team lost Charles Leno. So, I mean, while we can kill Brandon Staley for being a dum-dum and a dodo brain and going for it on fourth and three from his own 18-yard line half the time, which is the dumbest decision ever on planet Earth, no defense for it ever, while we can kill Brandon Staley for all of that, and I'm on board with that, you know that, Man, when you can't protect against that defense, that defense was put, they were heat seeking missiles. It's the same thing we talk about night. here, though, where Scott, Scott Turner needs to find look, Sean McVay has no problem scheming Cooper Cup. Okay. Cooper Cup's can, you can guarantee Cooper Cup's going to get 10 to 15 targets a game. Just like Washington, Scott's got to do a better job of finding a way to get the ball to Terry McLaurin. More yes, targets. I agree. Okay? Right now, with no Six Keenan... Six targets per game for Terry. With no Keenan Allen, if I'm the Chargers, I have to scheme a way to get the ball to Mike Williams because Mike Williams is freaking Spider-Man. If you throw it anywhere near Mike Williams, he's going to catch the football. Whether, he's, whether it's a contested catch, a diving catch, whatever, Mike Williams is going to catch the football. He's your... Mike Williams is probably your best football player on offense right now, not six, named Justin Herbert. Six targets, two catches, 17 yards it, last night. My point not exactly. Not enough. My point exactly. But don't you think Denver— And I know Sertan— I, mean, I was going to say, don't Sertan you think Denver also knows that? Yes, I know Sertan is good. And Sertan did a good job on him. But if I'm throwing the ball as much as they did last night, I have to do a better job of trying to That's get fair. the ball to him. That's fair. Though, And again, every time I watch DeAndre Carter wear that powder blue, oh my gosh— what what were we doing here? Oh, I mean, unless uh, again, we don't know the we inner workings. We were screaming about this. We don't know. We the were inner, screaming about it. We don't know the inner workings. Maybe DeAndre asked, wanted out. He was well. I heard he was asking for a two year deal worth more money than certainly they were comfortable with, and yeah. more money than remember what I kept telling you when Braxton Berrios and Ray Ray McLeod and all those guys signed for like ten years to eight. I think one of them signed uh, up to eleven million dollars or whatever. I think. I think DeAndre Carter and his agent got punch drunk with that and said, that's what we want. That's the market, which is exactly what I thought they would ask for. I can't blame Washington for not necessarily going there. But ultimately, son, for a one-year, $1.5 million deal to go back home. Right. Right? Yep. And to play with a better organization and a better team. But I don't still, know if I'd say it's a better well, organization. I mean, they got, just, they got Justin Herbert. I mean, it, right, but they that got, automatically makes that, them better. That, if you do some homework on their uh, oh, they're oh, they're a mess. They, they're, they're a mess, mess too. They're a mess too, and so, they have no fans. And of course, this week now the enthusiasm is renewed because of all it's 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 all the people that that love Taylor Heineke, you know the Sabas of the world mm-hmm. who hand out Sabah probably rejuvenating membership cards as we speak right now for all the Taylor Heineke fan club members that are going to be coming out in full force this week. What if he plays well? What if he plays well over the next few weeks? We see a rise in the standings. Well, you can't rise in the standings because you've got to catch the teams in the standings first. You've got to hope they come back to you. But you can rise in the win column but you regardless rise in the of, win of whether column. you catch them. You can definitely rise in the win column yeah. coming up here. In the here. win column. Thank you very much, Joe Angel. But if you, if, if you see improvement, because Sabah's point all along has been Taylor didn't get to play with these kind of weapons. There's no doubt the weaponry is better right now that he'll play with this week, even with Dotson sidelined. And Logan Thomas. You'll have a healthier Curtis Samuel. Right. You got multiple running backs now who yeah. are a threat with the football. Right. And out of those tight ends, Turner, Bates, those guys are emerging as guys that can still make plays yeah. for you in that game. This is a much better skill set that Taylor Heineke has to work with 
this time around. Well, we'll, we'll see with, with Bates and, and Logan Thomas because Bo- Bates went out early in that game Thursday night and really I don't even know if he came back or he, maybe he came back for a brief amount of time, whatever. And Logan's been out the last two games and so has right. John. But I would ask you this question, though. Mm-hmm. What if it goes bad? Well, what if it's yeah. what if it's stanky leg bad, like middle of the third quarter, Packers are winning ten nothing, and you're not moving the ball. Would you would you pull him in the middle of a game? Let me let me answer that on the other 14. side. I, let me answer that on the other side because for I'm not going to be able enth- to do it now. I know because of all the enthusiasm there is for four. Uh-huh. If he there's doesn't a, play yeah, well, there's a lot more for Ron's no. season is on the line. Yeah. You can't wait around. It's just like a pitch starting pitcher who's going bad. You can't wait around. You got to bring your bullpen in and keep this thing close because the Packers are unlikely to get away from you only if you let them with poor offensive play. 301-230-0980. How how long of a leash do you have on the quarterback coming up this week if it's not very good? I think we all hope it's very good. But what if it's not? 301-230 0980. What's trending? Russell knows. Here's what's trending on the Team 980. All right, we're just talking about the Chargers and the Broncos. Chargers win late in overtime. Dustin Hopkins, four field goals despite the injury to his leg. The former commanders slash Redskins slash Washington football team slash whatever uh, kicker doing it for his current team, the L.A. Chargers. Getting it done now. The big story to come out of this one is Russell Wilson, again, another ineffective night, also hurt his hamstring. He'll have an MRI. Denver is 2-4. and four. They've scored 16 or fewer points in five of their six games and had minus nine net passing yards in the second half against the Chargers. How about that? Huh. Not good. Not good for Nathaniel Hackett. Meanwhile, also not good is the Yankees, the Guardians. They were postponed last night in Game 5 of the ALDS. The problem was is they made the fans sit in the soaked stands for like three-plus hours before they decided to cancel the game. They'll do it today, uh, weather permitting, at 4.07 NLDS. I mean, NLCS, I should say, begins tonight in San Diego between Bryce Harper and the Phillies. Juan Soto, Josh Bell, and the San Diego Padres. And the Caps get their second win in a row. Come from behind fashion denying Bruce Boutreau win number 600. Alex Ovechkin with two goals. 6-4 the final last night here in D.C. And that's what's trending. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If it's going bad, how fast is the hook on Taylor Heineke this week? Because if you're the Washington football team, you just can't give away games at this point. Green Bay is vulnerable. Got to take advantage of that opportunity that presents itself coming up this week. 301-230-0980. How fast would you pull the plug? Say it's 10 nothing Green Bay, third quarter. No. And Heineke's like one for six. I can't do it that fast. Okay. I mean, I'm two and four. This is a huge game. As we talked about yesterday, uh, maybe that was on my podcast. I can't remember. You got a three and three Green Bay team, two and four Washington. Look, the division is out of reach right now at 6-0, and whatever. I think the Giants are going to come back to earth. I don't think the Cowboys, are, again, are as good as everybody else thinks they are. Uh, you know, again, they're good. 4-2, and two, whatever. 
maybe the division. I mean, again, the division title is completely out of reach. That's not unrealistic. But you you can make a wild card, right? If you get on a little heater here, two and four, three and three Packers lose two in a row. If you win this game, both teams are three and four, and you have the edge head to head against the Packers. You trail head to head against the Eagles in Dallas already, um, and well, Detroit's not going to be uh, around when it counts. But your other two losses are in in the AFC. That doesn't matter as much. But Pete. I can't panic in the third quarter in start one for Taylor Heineke since last year. I I have too much of a file on Taylor Heineke that says, look, he's going to get it going. Now, what does get it it going mean? That's variable, but he is not a no-chance quarterback. He's not a... Oh my God! I have zero chance to get this going, to win this game, to come back. We we've seen too much at this point to know that he's got some spunk in him. Okay, it's not enough, but we know he's got some spunk. So I can't pull the plug. Not only in your scenario, but I can't pull the plug almost in any scenario, unless it's like four or five interceptions type scenario against the Green Bay Packer defense. On Sunday, I can't do that to him. That's not fair. And to me, I can't do that to Sam Howell because I just don't believe Sam Howell is ready. I don't believe he's gotten enough practice reps. And I'm sorry, you can rattle off all the statistics you want about what he did in preseason. He was impressive. There were also some some things that were not as impressive, especially late in games, for whatever that means. But again, I can't punish him for that, just like I can't over-reward him for you know, playing well against a bunch of guys back in groceries now. I can't do that. So the jury is very much out on Sam Howell. It, it's not great on Taylor Heineke, but it's right now, in my mind, that's a much more secure option for me, Taylor Heineke, than Sam Howell. And I'm not even talking about starting him. We made that very clear yesterday. Taylor, that was not even a debate. Not even a debate. People tried to make it a debate. It wasn't a debate in real in, in in reality. But to your point, what if Taylor Heineke is struggling? No chance I pull him. What if he's awful? I'd say less than 5% that I would go to Sam Howell. Because my season's not, even though it's an important game, my season's not on the line Sunday. It's just not on the line. How different is the offense going to look? I think it's going to look way better on third down. I really do. I gave you a number yesterday. They're 3 of 22 in their last two games, right? And they were not good against Philadelphia and Dallas, but they weren't that bad. Uh, Is as that going to be because of what they can call on third down, or do you believe they will be in better down and distance on third down, That's a great which question. then will help the conversion rate? Uh, I, think they've, I think they've been in some pretty good third and down and distances, and Wentz was really good in Jacksonville and Detroit. At times, okay against Dallas. Not good against Philadelphia, obviously. Wretched in the last two games. I don't think it was because, like in Dallas, I think it was, well, because they were in third and 27, two consecutive series, and third and 10-plus a lot of the time, and they've been in third and 10-plus or fourth and 10-plus a lot of times, way too many times, 30-plus times already. I don't think it was necessarily because of down and distance the last two games. I just think Carson Wentz is not very good, okay, period. And I've said that for months and months and months and years and years and years on end. And four is going to get you some with his legs. Well, that too, and and that's the thing. I wonder, not only can you design the offense differently, but does he... Does he buy you time when teams try and come after you on third down? If you leave Logic the middle of the field you, open, yes. yes. If you leave the middle of the field open, he will step up and run right. and expose that cavity. Right. So the question that's the is, good is, thing. The question is, is behind an offensive line that's clearly not performing like it did last year, even though it was beat up last year, it's clearly not performing. Is Taylor Heineke's lack of height and lack of arm strength, and lack of anticipation and timing. Again, something people people don't pay attention to. You just use the word lack in three prominent categories. Well, I'm trying to be nice. Involving a quarterback. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, I'm trying to be nice. You I mean, use he the word lack with three yeah. prominent categories. Well, you know me. I'm not a wordsmith, 
Okay. I no, mean, I uh, of- that's a, I'm not. I'm not killing you for that. Yeah. I'm just saying your analysis is there's a lack of. Do you disagree with any of my points? No, that's what I'm okay, saying. Yeah. That's the scary part yeah, here, though. Right. But but that's the thing. That's why Taylor Heineke was not the starter this year. Okay. No matter what Dr. Sabah wants to say, no matter what the Heineke hive and Heineke honey hive and whatever wants to do, that's why he wasn't the starter. Yeah, but the Snyder Saloon said, we want Carson Wentz. Well, the problem is is the people that don't know what they're doing are making these decisions. It's what's happened through 20 years of this freaking Washington football program. It's been unbelievable. You know who might be the next coach here? He signed here as a free agent at one point. If Dan's still the owner, wait. Can can you save that name? Huh? Save that name because I want to discuss what name you're gonna. I, okay. I don't know what name you're gonna pick, but uh, I, I want to discuss it with you. But here's the other thing that we want to throw out: three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. Because we've been ranting and raving. Oh, I've been ranting and raving. Sorry. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eight. What happens if Heineke struggles? What happens if Heineke is bad on Sunday? Any chance? What is the chance? that Ron pulls the plug Sunday and goes to Sam Howell. 301-230-0980. And, of course, streaming live for free. Touchdown at 10 is next on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.